0: Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. We've been speaking all hour with Dr. Parlane Reed from Sarasota Memorial Hospital and also Suncoast therapist Miriam Lasher. We're talking about how to navigate the holidays when it comes to stress or the blues or depression. And something we were all just sort of chatting about during the commercial break was this notion that we as a society have a hard time feeling sad. No one wants to admit that he or she feels sad or is feeling down. Uh, I, I I, don't have a problem with it, but I think that um, there are plenty of people, I agree with you, who don't want to linger there. And And why would we? Because we see a lot of different images on television where everybody's supposed to be happy all the time. We want to take a pill for this, a pill for that.
1: Yeah, it really does drive me a little bit over the hill here, where I get so frustrated because it's it becomes a makeup land. It's the land of non-reality. Remember Candyland, right? right. That, that game when mm-hmm. we were children? It, it's that kind of lack of reality B- because there's a wonderful book um, Scott Peck wrote, and the very first line of the book is, life is difficult. And it is. And once we accept the fact that life is difficult— then you begin to find the treasured moments in between the difficulties instead of the other way around. So so the problem is that every time somebody has another pothole in front of them, they want to do something to not feel it. Let me medicate myself, whether it's alcohol or it's a prescribed medication or an illicit drug. Why don't we want to feel? Because it's really a gift to be able to feel the really sad parts of our lives because then we know what joy is. It's, well,
0: And and we don't have a problem feeling joy. You no. know, when, when you laugh so hard that your face hurts and uh, or you're crying or you're doing other things right. because you're laughing so hard, you feel that physical emotion. But is it that, that the feeling sad does not feel
1: as good? That's exactly right. But I still say if I'm willing to notice that life is going to have difficult times— what do I learn from the difficult times that makes the joy even better?
0: Right, and and also just like that smile that hurts your face, you you feel it physically, and then it's done. You know, you've gone through it, and and isn't it the same? And maybe I'm wrong, but wouldn't it be the same thing for the the sadness that you're feeling sure. physically?
2: Sure, it's it's temporary.
0: It's temporary. But do do you think if you have depression, certainly you you don't know that it's temporary. You feel like this is it forever
2: right and and actually that's what leads people to suicide because they feel like this pain and this inability to function will go on forever because everything they've tried to do has not been successful in removing this feeling or their inability to function i i when i was up in connecticut i used to have the insurance executives there for example come to see me and they would say the only reason i'm here seeing you is because my doctor said they won't see me anymore unless i come to see a psychiatrist they say otherwise, I would never come to see a psychiatrist. So I would find out from them that indeed they were very depressed, and they had tried everything. They had changed, and these were CEOs of the company. You know, they had changed their their schedule, they changed their exercise thing, they changed their app, their diet, everything you could think of. They changed, and nothing in terms of the depression changed. And so, for them, they finally ended up having to see me, as I said. And then when they got medication that worked, then all of a sudden they were normal again. They were convinced that, yes, this was this is what had happened.
0: Right. But there's such a stigma on feeling sad, feeling blue, right. uh, being upset. Oh, and uh, before we go, we should also talk about anxiety disorder because this is something very serious that occurs in a lot of people. Uh, sometimes it can occur at the same time as mood disorder. But anxiety, what is it?
2: Quick thing about that because we're talking about depression is most uh, very often people who are depressed have a heightened amount of anxiety. When you get rid of the depression, that anxiety goes away. Now, what I'm telling you is that if you're a person with no anxiety and you're and normally and you get depressed, you're going to have anxiety which you normally wouldn't have. We fix the depression, you'll be back to having no anxiety. If you're kind of the person who has a certain level of anxiety and it goes up because you're depressed, when we treat you, you're going to go back to your baseline. We won't get rid of the anxiety. But you'll go back to whatever your baseline anxiety was.
0: Can you have anxiety without depression? Of course. You can't. Sure All right. Can. So so how do you know if you have anxiety disorder?
2: Well, because, again, that's something that interferes with your function. You know, people notice that they're so scared they can't go out of the house or they can't go to the store or they can't deal with talking with people or, or you know, there's a, there's a large number of kinds of things that tell the person that they're not functioning well because of the anxiety. I mean, they know they're nervous. They know they're anxious. Uh, And there's all kinds of anxiety problems. You know, there's also panic disorder, which is different than anxiety. Anxiety is usually produced by something in the environment that makes you anxious. People that have panic disorder have panic attacks with no particular provocation of anything. It just happens. Mm-hmm. But that's a different disorder. It's still a kind of anxiety.
0: And how do people with anxiety disorder get through the holidays?
2: Well, the same way they get through the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. With great difficulty, I would imagine. <laughs> exactly. So But you, sure. can, you can get help for that. Yes, sure. you
2: can. And, you know, we used to give people tranquilizers, and the problem with tranquilizers is people can be dependent on the tranquilizers. Sometimes that's okay. Low-level tranquilizers for some people with very bad anxiety work. They've been that way for 40 years. I've had people come into my office that way. Um, On the other hand, you know, we now know that some of the kinds of antidepressants, like the serotonin agents, in the right dose will also handle the anxiety, and that's probably a better choice for a lot of people.
1: May I throw in also about if, if you don't have negative consequences associated with stress or anxiety or OCD or alcohol consumption, if there are no negative consequences, revisit what you really want to do about that in your life. Because other people look at you and automatically are saying, well, you ought to do something about that. Well, maybe not. You know, we, having a certain amount of anxiety and stress is really healthy. It allows us to function in ways that are very productive. It depends. If it stops us, then we have a whole other problem. But we we don't we don't want to run away from things unless there's something that's negative that's happening. Yeah, that's I mean, the
2: disorder part of it. If that you get to that place,
1: yes, that's right but it's okay to have some of that stuff.
0: Yeah, You know, my feeling is if I am ever feeling anxious, if I'm feeling the blues, I feel like, okay, this is my day. I'm going to feel that exactly. way. I know <laughs> it's going to pass and I know I'll be okay. Uh, but I, I think the holidays definitely are something that can trigger those yes. feelings for so many people. Sure can. And, and if you had one more piece of advice to give folks just to keep in mind for the next two months, what would it be?
1: Well, let me just, I'll say, and then Dr. Reed, It's acknowledging that that stuff happens. Instead of running away from it, it's really paradoxical. The paradox is if I'm willing to own it, see it, experience it, aware of it, it goes so much better than constantly trying to make believe that that's not true.
0: All right. So what about you, Dr. Reed? What I know Uncle Harry's
2: going to put his tie in the soup.
1: <laughs> I thought it was Billy Bob
0: Joe. I thought it was Billy Bob Joe. Oh,
2: this is another family member. No
0: no wearing a tie to this to Thanksgiving dinner, Uncle Joe. All right. I want to thank you both so very much for all of your time and thank your you. guidance today. What a pleasure to have you both here with oh. us. Miriam Lasher and Dr. Parlene Reed, thank, thank you very you. much and and hope you have a very nice Uh, Winter solstice. You too. Very good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Heidi. Heidi.